Here's your host of Sound Off, Brad Bennett. Well, Northlanders, we are back. Hour number three here on a Wednesday in the Northland. Boy, what an interesting thing to hear about the logging industry in other parts of the country. And it seems like they have this somewhat the same problems down there. But, uh, you know, we sure sure hope that something will happen up there at Cohasset uh, because that, that was a natural for them. It would have replaced a lot of the jobs that they're going to lose uh, because of having the uh, – Cohasset uh, coal burning fire or electrical plant go out of uh, go out of business, um, but we'll see. Like Pete said, he wants to. He knows there are some options out there, some things that maybe are going to happen, and we hope we can see that happen in Minnesota. See, Brad, if I could, real quickly, uh, guess yes. who visited uh, the folks of East Palestine, Ohio, and brought truckloads of bottled water. I would say Donald Trump. You are correct. Uh, former President Donald Trump visited East Palestine on Wednesday. That's today, where he delivered truckloads of bottled water uh, following that train derailment earlier this month that left the small town in disarray. Disarray. Well, it left it uh, the... full of toxic sludge. Oh, yeah. But let me ask you the question, Kenny. Uh, how long ago was uh, was uh, President Joe Biden there? Uh, Joe Biden or Pete Buttigieg? Either one of them, yeah. Those, see, those are crickets. See, by the look, way. W- look, Kenny and I are not naive. We know that uh, if Donald Trump seriously is looking at running again for the presidency, that he's got to start building some real, uh, uh, you know, some some areas where he's got strong support. And what better way to do it is a place like Palestine, East Palestine, than than to bring in uh, truckloads of water, show that he cares, show that he's there and concerned. And, you know, whether it's true or not, tell him, hey, if I was president, I would have been here on day one. It might not be true, but you never know. Maybe it would have been. Um, Donald Trump is going to have some hedges to jump over, some things to go through. Uh, The Democrats are never going to stop trying to drive that wooden stake into his chest. And there are some some uh, potential charges that are going to come out against uh, the former president, specifically about events that happened on January 6th and uh, some efforts that uh, the Democrats are going to try to point out that he was trying to uh, over overthrow election results or uh, change election results the way they came down. But those will all be uh, probably litigated. And uh, right now, the latest polling numbers that I saw indicates that uh, Trump still has a slight lead over uh, Ron DeSantis for uh, who the de- who the Republicans would like to see uh, as their uh, as their torchbearer, shall we say, in the next presidential election. But a lot can happen between now and two years, so we all know that. We'll keep an eye on that as we go. Kenny, the storm has not really fired up yet. Well, the the major part of the storm has not. That's coming later. But we are dealing with a pesky northeast wind off of Lake Superior that is bringing, uh, in some cases, heavy snow to areas uh, right around Park Point, Superior, Wisconsin, Oliver, maybe out towards Carleton. So that uh, band of... Uh, lake effect snow is affecting us but that's not a part of the major system that will kick in uh, later on 
Well, we have our friend Dan from Wrenchall. I wonder what's happening out in Wrenchall. Has the storm started kicking up out there yet, Dan? Well, Brad, I, I'm not going to, I didn't want to talk about the weather, but there's a piece of snow that's shooting down Lake Superior right to Renshaw. <clears throat> but at 2 o'clock, that's going to move away and allow the, the real storm to come in from the west. But yeah. uh, I'm not worried. You know, it's all going to melt, right? Oh, eventually. Yeah, yeah. it will. <laughs> It'll make so, life miserable for some people for a very short period yeah. of time, but... Uh, you know, it's happened before, and we've learned to live with it. So, I just wanted to say something about Donald Trump, and I, I know you don't particularly like the guy, and uh, and I feel bad when you minimize some of the good things he does, and I think that we need to uh, realize that compared to Joe Biden's crime family and all the <laughs> stuff that Joe Biden has done, uh, illegal and under the table. Um, that little thing that happened in Washington where he said, please go uh, peacefully to, to uh, you know, to the event. He didn't want to start a riot. They blew everything out of proportion. And I, and I, and I get sick of people trying to use that against Trump because they're, you know, like you said, the wooden stake. They've been trying to pound a stake in him because, you know what, Brad, he's their worst enemy he's their he is their worst he's their worst nightmare because they well well, let's let's look at it dan okay donald trump knocked off who was going to be queen hillary right and the democratic party can't still can't deal with that and she is the crime family too and they're very corrupt and and their people are have died soldiers have died because of these people and uh, I think that it's about time we, uh, you know, I, I think they should reinstate him and get that maniac out of there before he causes so much problems. We have a world war, you know. He just, I he, just I just wish it was that easy, Dan. I really do. <laughs> but, you know, I know what you're saying. Look, look I want to correct one thing you said. You, 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 I, I love Donald, Donald Trump. Trump. I actually think Donald Trump was probably one of the finest presidents we've had, maybe since Ronald Reagan. Um, I, I certainly think he probably did a better job than the Bushes did. And I think he he created better scenarios. He directed his attention to things like the southern border. You know, Joe Biden doesn't believe that the that the carnage that's going on right now at the southern border is a big deal. He's wrong. Most everybody I've talked to, most everybody that I see knows what is going on and knows what a disaster the southern border has been. Not only the southern border. Do you know what the uh, you know what the increased rate of people rounded up and corrected at the northern border uh out of Vermont even even up into Minnesota? I saw a story this morning that talked about a rate of like 300 and some percent increase just over the last couple of years from people being rounded up on the northern border in areas coming, a lot of them coming, Mexican immigrants coming across. They somehow, I don't know how they do it, but they get up, uh, they get up into Canada, they get clothing to make uh, their trip a little easier. 
and they walk across the border coming down out of the north. So it's not here. Here's the figure right here. Border Patrol sends out call for volunteers after an 850 percent surge in crossing on the northern border from Canada. So it is a huge issue. It's a very big issue. And Donald Trump dealt with that very well. We did not have almost any of this going on that we see today. But that then we get into that big B word, don't we always? But we have to be a realist, too, that he has been damaged by these ongoing two attempts to, uh, uh, to run him out of office, uh, the attempts... Uh, to make him look like a a, a suicidal maniac. Uh, I mean, they have done everything but drive that uh, stake through his heart. And has it damaged him too much? I don't know. I just want to see a, a good, solid conservative come back in and save this country before it might be too late. Now, saving it may be a, a, a too strong a word but turn it in the right direction because right now we are heading down the wrong direction financially, uh, independently, immigration-wise, and everything else. Um, anyway, I want to go back to the phones. We have another caller on the line, but we've got to take our break first. Uh, we're going to take a break, and then we're going to come back with Ron from South Range. KDAL. KDAL time is 128, 15 degrees at the National Weather Service. We do have a pesky northeast wind, so we've got a wind chill that's below zero. And we're waiting for the snow and the uh, extremely high winds, high winds being 40, 50 miles an hour. We can't wait, Brad. That's the difference between us here in the Northland and those people (laughs) down south in Minneapolis. They complain. Oh, not us. We say, bring it on. Bring it on. Well, some Come of on. us. Some of us, maybe. <laughs> Not all of us. By the way, have you seen the uh, the, the weather, the um, radar and stuff? Does it look like it's still coming pretty heavy our way? Again, we're under just a, a lake effect uh, snow that's uh, continuing here. It's starting to uh, lessen a little bit. If you go down south, uh, south even being from like central Wisconsin south and southern Minnesota, the snow is uh, pretty good down there. Uh, so they're under a full-scale... Uh, a winter storm warning. They've got blizzard warnings in that region. Uh, we do too, but our snow uh, warning, our winter storm warning, rather, is not in effect here in Duluth until 6 p.m. Until, tonight. Until 6 p.m. All right. Well, look, we've got uh, Ron, and he's been hanging on a little bit since for South Range. Uh, Ron, good afternoon to you. Uh, how's things? Well, um, it's pretty nice. Pretty nice out here. We just got a little wind, but we don't have any snow yet. But uh, I'll tell you, Brad, I agree with the last few minutes I've been listening to you. Um, I could talk to you on 10 different things, but we I don't think it was uh, out of this world for you to say that we need a good conservative president to save this country. Because I think I think yes. we need to be saved because, man, what I see, uh, I, I could never believe what would be happening with with all this stuff with the Ukraine and Russia and China and and this administration. I. I I don't know if they're just looking for a fight or what, but um, the one main, the one thing 
I, I heard, and I don't know if you might have addressed it, is that uh, the big wreck out in Ohio, um, that vinyl chloride is some bad stuff, but somehow oh, yeah. somebody, in, somebody in the in the EPA, I thought, said, do not burn this, and they've covered it up. Um, yeah. When you when you burn that stuff, they said that turns it into a almost indestructible, very deadly toxin that that has a, a life of almost forever. And it's going to be. Yeah, I don't know. I'm like you, uh, Ron. I don't know why they're making such light of it that it's it's no big deal. Uh, This stuff gets into the ground, will seep and seep, and and some of it's going to end up in the groundwater somehow. You can't have that much of this uh, uh, acrylic type of chlorides rolling through this. And I don't know how. I I notice I see them digging up huge amounts of the burn product already, hauling it away in trucks. But that's not going to do enough either. This, this was a major catastrophe, and the administration seems to want to pretend like it didn't even happen. Right. And they, they said that there's birds dying five miles away. The, the birds are falling out of the trees five miles away. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, and, you know, like you're right, the administration, they, they don't want to, they don't want to, I don't, that they messed up or something. Because what I've heard and, and read, um, that that was to be the worst canary, worst case scenario is to burn that biochloride, uh, and I don't know. Maybe they didn't figure they had no other way of getting rid of it than burning it. But I I, I think they created a bigger problem. So I I, I don't know, but uh, I don't. Yeah, it's it's, it's going to be interesting to watch how this progresses, Ron, because I see now that the AP, the EPA has come in, the Environmental Protection Agency, and they've said that. They're going to take over the complete uh, remediation of this whole event, uh, and they're going to take it over from the federal government, which is kind of interesting uh, how they're going to do that. Uh, listen, we got to keep rolling, though. Thank you so much. Uh, I, w- I want to get to Don, and then uh, then we got to catch up on our CBS News break as well. Uh, Don, welcome. How are you this afternoon? I'm a little warm in the sunshine down here, and I know Kenny's expecting is it, some good weather. In yeah, Duluth, you know, so. You know, I'm kind of like you, Don. It's 86 and sunny. It's it's a little bit warm. I, I you know I kind of like it in the mid 70s a little better. Yeah, I do too. I, Brad, I, the only I, I just called to make a comment on Donald Trump and uh, and what you were talking about earlier. Um, there, there's a reason that they keep going after him two years out of office. There's a reason why they tried to impeach him twice. There's a reason why they came up with fake scenarios to try to get him out of office. Donald Trump used to be one of the elites in the good old boy club, and he knows where all the bones are in the closet. And he's exposed them all for, for what their really, uh, real agenda is. And he's decided to, to uh, side with the people uh, of the, the middle class to, to bring back jobs, bring back strength to our country, um, you know, secure our borders get us respected in the world again. He's not willing to sell this country for a buck where most of these guys have never been out and made a dollar anywhere else. Uh, so ask yourself, why are they after two years out of office? And then maybe you're going to say to yourself, uh, maybe that's the guy we need in there. Because uh, um, I'm hoping people will take another look. Uh, they've demonized him for six years, and uh, he's still standing. Um He's had the biggest colonoscopy I've ever seen of any human being with his type. You know, that, 
That's a very interesting point, Don, that uh, that he is still standing. Most guys, if they had been attacked as hard as he has been attacked over the last six years, they would have walked away. They would have just said, thrown up their arms and said, I'm not going to deal with this anymore. I'm done with this. I, I need a life. But he sticks in there and will not let it go. So listen, we got to get to CBS News. Thank you, Don. Uh, we'll be back shortly with much more. KDAL time is one thirty-eight. National Weather Service in Duluth. We are at 15 degrees, 3 below on the wind chill, northeast wind at 20. So, Brad, we're cold. 15 degrees and a minus 3 wind chill is very cold. Normal high this time of the year is 27. The normal low is 8. Yesterday in Duluth, our high was 15, and our low was 2 above and uh, we're still waiting on the snow that's going to arrive uh, here in the Twin Ports, right yes. downtown. Yes. We're looking for 3 to 5 inches tonight and 2 to 4 inches tomorrow morning. And again, we're going to have strong winds with this, so be prepared. Well, if you think it's cold now, uh, be be ready, my child. It's going to get a lot My child? Oh, hey, by the way, <laughs> a week from today, March 1st. So one week from today, winter Woo! ends. It, winter ends and it yes. the birds will sing the yes. sky will open up the snow the will disappear will uh, but no a week from today and is march 1st living, uh, yeah kenny we got some callers on the line do we want to uh yeah. move along to a caller Who yeah we got? first up is bud from port wing bud from over in port wing uh, bud thank you for calling in how are you doing this afternoon well it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood <laughs> <laughs> Actually, we've got a little bit of snow, and the winds are up to 27 miles an hour high gust. So it's yeah, we're well, poor wind. The reason why I called, I, I'd like to disabuse a lot of people about what happened on January 6th. First, okay. I was there. I got the pictures. But I wanted to read something to you. This is as I was walking down Pennsylvania Avenue. I took a okay. picture of this, this building, and this is what was on the side of the building. Congress may, shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging thereof. the freedom of speech or yep. of the press or the right of the people. And this is what was key to me. The right of the people peaceably to assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. So uh, this, this to me, this is, sums it all up. Now, what we had was about 500 people, maybe a little more. In about, a, it was, I, I don't know how to estimate the crowd. I'm going to say it was a half a million. I've heard it was closer to 800,000. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Cannot tell you. But I got pictures showing that uh, there, I, I was not involved in any of whatever happened inside the Capitol building. Any damage to that Capitol were there legally. I was so outraged when I, at the result of the election, because I do believe it was stolen, and you may not disabuse me of that. But uh, I, first time in my life, I'm 79 years old, closer to 80. I have never done anything like that before in my life. Yeah. I drove to Washington, D.C. 
I spent three days there. I got there early to go into uh, D.C. The, the evening before to reconnoiter, to make sure I knew what, what I was doing, where I was going. Sure, where you and were then, going, yep. And then uh, on the on the 6th, I, I was... I had no clue how many people were going to be there. I was really surprised. So I got I got on their rail system, which is pretty nice. I was on the last stop on that rail system. So uh, when I got on the train, it was already loaded with Trump people, and I just I was really blown away by that. But the pictures I got show a peaceable crowd. There was not any damage uh, that that I saw. Now, like I said, I didn't go into the building, but then I heard that somebody got shot. And I went around to the front of the Capitol building, uh, away from the, uh, the mall, and uh, I looked around there. They had the Capitol Police there stationed, and uh, there was nobody trying to get, storm the walls or get into the Capitol building. Like I said, I got the pictures. I got the pictures of the Capitol Police. I got a, I got loads of pictures of the crowd. It was a group of people, half, half a million or more, who came to Washington, D.C. to peaceably assemble and petition the government for redress of grievances. For regress of their grievances, yep. That is well, Ron, Bud, what you're saying is absolutely the truth. We, what you had was a small group of people, maybe a handful of 500 out of a half a million that were a little out of control, no question about it, and that uh, fired off each other. And we still don't know how many of those people were placed there to cause a ruckus that were agitators. Um We've I've also seen pictures of uh, the lady that was shot, the former Air Force uh, veteran that was shot. And in the same picture with her are two people dressed like uh, rioters, dressed like they're a part of the crowd. And they were actually police officers. So were they there trying to stop ne negative things happening or were they agitating for more to happen. I don't know that we'll ever know that. What I do know happened, though, is that there were a lot of people like yourself, Bud, that were very upset. And uh, they were there to to try to get some some regress for their grievances, and they wanted to be heard. Donald Trump told people, let's go over to the Capitol, but do it Here's peacefully. what he said. I've got it here, yeah. Brad. This is the last okay. tweet that Donald Trump made, and then he was banished from Twitter. This is January 6th of 2021. Donald Trump tweeted, I am asking for everyone at the U.S. Capitol to remain peaceful. No violence! Exclamation right. point. Remember, yep. we are the party of law and order. Respect the law and our great men and women in blue. Thank you. And then his next tweet was, Please support our Capitol Police and law enforcement. They are truly on the side of our country. Stay peaceful. Now let's talk about one word that you used in that uh, phrase from, from Donald Trump, respect. How much respect was shown when Nancy Pelosi stood behind the President of the United States during, the, uh, during, the, uh, during his presentation of, of uh, what was going on in his presidency and stood there behind him tearing up his speech 
so that everybody on national TV could see how much she disrespected him as president. Now, I don't Well, you care. said it, you just said it. That was disrespectful. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So so if he wanted so if he wanted people to show respect, it was opposite of what Nancy Pelosi had shown him and what other Democrats have shown him. You know, it's one thing to disagree with somebody's stand politically. It's diff- it's a whole different thing when you try to overthrow by any means possible that person's uh, belief pattern. And that and that's what we've seen happen time and time again with this president is that we have seen hardcore left groups try to do everything to end Donald Trump. I am surprised that there has not been an assassination attempt. I really am with the, with the hatred that's out there against him. And I, again, I have to say I am so surprised that he continues to try to want to run for this office. And I think uh, some of the changes he made while he was there were very positive things. Uh, the closing of the border, the, the controlling of what was going on at the border, the respect for police officers, the respect for uh, authorities. Did he get us into a war? No. Um, did he keep us from a war by being strong? I think there were there can be some statements that, yes, that, that happened as well. I think there was some strong respect uh, from uh, some people that are out to do the world harm, including uh, the individual from North Korea that he met and shook hands. That's all this guy was looking for is a little bit of acknowledgement that he exists. And if that kept... Uh, kept him from shooting a couple of missiles off over Japan? Nothing wrong with and, that. And now where are we, Bet Brad? Now we're on the verge. We're on the brink. We're on the precipice of World War III with either no Russia, doubt. China, or North Korea. Or all three. Well, and let's not leave Iran out of this issue as well. Iran is doing everything in its power to to take down anything to do with Israel uh, and that could start a whole war in and of itself again. So, I don't know. Will he have the support needed to win a presidency? Time will tell. Time is that great healer for everybody. All I know is there are lots of people that respect what he did as a president and lots of people that would like to still see him there. Uh, and we'll see uh, how this whole process shakes out. Anyway, we've got to go to Minnesota News, folks. We'll be right back. KDAL time is one fifty-four. We are overcast. Uh, see some light flurries in downtown Duluth. But again, it's cold outside, Brad. Uh, right now it's 19 degrees at Sky Harbor. Northeast wind at 31. Uh, we've got a wind chill of zero, but uh, it's cold and the snow is coming. I'm looking at the weather radar on our KDAL610.com website, and it is encroaching and getting, uh, it's moving towards the Twin Ports. Again, 6 p.m. is when the winter storm warning goes into effect. A lot of snow to our south in southern Minnesota, central and southern Wisconsin, and it's coming our way. Well, I'll be keep uh, watching it, Kenny, and it'll be interesting when we uh, fire up the show tomorrow morning uh, to see exactly where everything is. Listen, it's been an interesting show today. Uh, this afternoon, I want to I want to just tell you the thing that has um, really made me 
uh, research a little bit, I think, maybe wonder what is going on is why are we spending so much time, for example, in Minnesota? Right now, the legislature is doing a couple of things. Uh, they're, they're trying to pass a law giving felons the right to vote again. Why are we so concerned with felons voting? I remember as a kid, I was always told if you break a major law, if you kill somebody, you do, you'll lose your right to vote forever. And that stuck with me. Doesn't make any difference anymore. We just want it as a voting block now. Schools. Why is it schools are so concerned with trying to teach environmental climate change instead of trying to educate our kids when only 40 or 50 percent of the kids are even up to date with reading and writing? Seems to me we should be worried about that rather than trying to teach all of them to be a little Greta Thornburg. Anyway, I want to go to Tom real quick and give Tom the last word today. They're telling uh, people that evil is good and good is evil. That's all part of the end times. Here are the players in the end times, some of them. They are called Russia, China, Egypt, Libya, Syria, Iran. Do yes. any of those names ring a bell? And uh, all of them I guess do. the last thing I would say is of all the things in the future that I'm certain of there's only really one thing i'm very certain of and that is if donald trump was to win the nomination for the republican party again he would definitely be assassinated so i actually fear that he would win because these people have literally done everything possible to destroy him and the last card they have on the table is to kill him. And I mean literally kill him. Yeah. I have thought the same thing. Uh, you know, they have tried to, to destroy his business. They've tried to destroy his family, to destroy his reputation. The guy doesn't need all of this negative stuff going on, but he wants to try to make a positive difference in the world. And he did as president, and he could again. But will it happen? I don't know. Time will only tell. Time is that big factor that none of us know how it's all going to come out in the big wash. But anyway, thank you all for tuning in today. Thank you all for calling in. Uh, we're going to be back at it again tomorrow morning right here at 610 uh, KDAL with Sound Off. We come to you every day from 11 to 2 in the afternoon. And uh, you can get involved by calling us at uh, area code 218-722-0839. Listen to our podcast. Tell your friends and neighbors about it. Uh, maybe our podcast will continue to grow. We appreciate our audience that continues to grow. So please take some time today to make sure you are well prepared for this storm. If, in fact, it does hit us like they say, oh, and Brad, you want to be ready. I yes. want to give a shout out. It's Supermarket Employee Day. I appreciate the Supermarket Ooh, I Employee. I appreciate it. Yes. Your Twin Ports home for Twins Baseball.